Grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to ask Mike Miller to uh, come forward. As I mentioned before, Mike is the co-founder, along with his wife, and executive director of Hope Seeds. And Mike, during the course of our message, is going to tell us what Hope Seeds does. But Mike, first, why don't you tell us how Hope Seeds came to be? Well, good morning. Hope Seeds was started uh, uh, as a result of being involved in a mission effort to Haiti, to a Lutheran congregation in Ghanaive. And my wife and I owned a little seed store in Florida, selling seeds to farmers all over Florida. And uh, we were invited to send along a few seeds. And the seeds were well received, very well received. And it was my first experience to find out how scarce seeds were in countries like Haiti. And from that, we had many other requests in the, in the following years. And in 1999, we decided that we wanted to take this calling, if you would, from God to, and turn our for-profit seed endeavors into a non-profit and offering seeds to hungry people all around the world. All right, excellent. So we look forward to, to learning more about uh, Hope Seeds. The gospel lesson today was a parable of the sower. We heard it in a different version uh, last week, if you were able to worship with us then. And this week, we hear it from Luke's perspective, and he adds some, some other things to it. Uh, last week, in his message, uh, our vicar preached on that parable and reminded us that the seed in the parable is God's word, and that the purpose of, of sowing the seed is to reap a harvest. Today, we can hear about the, the literal seed, as well as the uh, purpose of hope seeds, which is not only to, to literally sow that seed, but also to make it possible and easier, in a sense, for missionaries to sow the seed of God's word. So Mike, tell us a little bit about that, please. Well, Christian mission work may take many shapes and be done in many ways around the world. And realizing hunger is one of the foremost problems facing many nations. The church has awesome and great responsibilities and opportunities to serve that need. Providing meals and shipments of food is but one way. Another way is to empower the people to grow their own food. Hope Seeds helps the church in service and outreach with quality garden seed and agricultural training that people might learn how to grow their own food and in at least a portion provide for their own nutrition. Missionaries and national workers working together can teach and share the gospel to many thousands of people every year as this photo from Haiti will display. There's a pastor and an agricultural worker making a presentation side by side to a large group of Haitian farmers in the audience. In Genesis 1 verse 29, the Lord says to Adam and Eve that he is the source of, of food. I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it they will be yours for food. Hope Seeds is an example of how Christians can work together, actively providing seed for a hungry world. We have sent over 9 million packets of seed to 54 countries through hundreds of missionaries and pastors in these countries and mission teams traveling to do works of service. Seed is God's design to empower people to grow their own food, to cultivate and care for the earth, and to grow closer to Him, the Creator, as we manage this wonder of creation. He who plants a seed has faith it will grow. 
And he who has faith has hope. And hope is such a wonderful commodity, but it's also in such short supply these days. Uh, we maybe experience a, a lack of hope in our own lives at times, but especially in other places of the world. The writer of the Hebrews says this about hope and faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. In the scriptures, hope is, is, a, is a wonderful word because it doesn't mean wishful thinking like, I hope the sun comes out. Rather, it talks about what we are waiting for expectantly and confidently because God has promised it to us. This hope is what motivates us to share with others. When one puts a seed in the ground, it is with some confidence that it will sprout and grow. And in anticipation of a production and a harvest to come, if we had no confidence in such seed, why would we bother to labor? Our faith moves us to do many kinds of services to help people all around us. For Hope Seeds, it means several things. Quality garden seed, and I have an example here if you would like to look at it later, of the many kinds of quality seeds that we put to work for the missionaries and the hungry people around the world. This quality seed means it has high germination. It means it has no weed seed in it. It means it has no virus in the seed. But it also means it is the right kind of seed for that culture and for that climate, that specific place it is being sent. For instance, tomatoes that grow well in Michigan will not grow well in Haiti. And the people of Afghanistan like cauliflower, but they do not like broccoli, so we will not send broccoli to Afghanistan. Things like that are things that we decide as right seed. Seminars to help local farmers are also a very important part of helping the agricultural ministry in such places. And educational programs and materials for children in their teaching gardens in schools are, are very helpful. Each one of these steps is accompanied by the sharing of the gospel message through devotion and, and Bible stories and so forth. In the New Testament, in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, St. Paul writes a, a pretty lengthy uh, exposition of what it means to be stewards or managers of the gifts and the blessings that God pours into our lives. And in 2 Corinthians 9, verses 10, he reminds us who is the source of our blessings as well as the source of our desire to share those blessings. Maybe we can read that verse together. It's on the screen. God gives seed to the farmer and food to those who need to eat. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. We're not following the script. <laughs> Serving fresh food to the hungry is a great service. Teaching and providing seed so that people may grow their own food is also a service. In Proverbs 22, verse 6, we are told to set an example. Mike's going to talk about setting the example for growing food, but I think there's another way in which we can remember that, and that is also setting the example for others in our lives. I'm thinking especially our children and our grandchildren as we set for them an example of generosity, of sharing with others. And so Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. 
Teaching children how to grow their own food is indeed a privilege, especially when you can share the gospel message at the same time right there in the garden. Teaching gardens are a key element of how we train and help ministries do their work, showing pastors and missionaries in these places how a garden can be a living Bible lesson right there in front of their very eyes. And it also provides motivation and, and inspiration for the children to continue to grow their own food as they become parents themselves someday. Proverbs 15.22 says, Without counsel, plans go wrong. But with many advisors, they succeed. So Mike's going to talk about what that means in this picture here. But I'd like you to know that it isn't just Mike who is uh, running this outfit, of, along with his wife, and your daughter's involved too. But also, he has a board of directors. From the very beginning, he recruited people uh, to give him advice in how to go about this in the, in the most effective and efficient way possible. So without council plans go wrong, but with many advisors, they succeed. I think Hope Seeds is a wonderful example of that. Yes, indeed. We have also many hundreds of volunteers every year that scoop seeds into these little packages. And uh, I would like to enlist many of you to do that very thing this coming year, and we can talk about that later. But mission workers like these in Haiti of many different denominations are coming together to host an agricultural conference to help train the people of Haiti how to grow their own food. They put aside their differences about communion and, and baptism and things like that, which are denominational barriers, but they come together on the common goal that they are there to share Jesus and to lift the, the hearts and the spirits of the people of Haiti. We do such partnerships, and Hope Seeds is a part of those conferences in many different countries, not just Haiti, but we're in Uganda and Kenya, Guatemala, and several other examples of how working together we can accomplish some great things in the name of Christ. Jesus says something very remarkable, I think, in Matthew chapter 25 about how he uses us. Truly I say to you, as you did it for one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it for me, Jesus says. That leads to some victory stories that I can share in, in a short form about how seed has made a difference in the lives of people through Christian workers. First story is in Pakistan, goes back to 2005. You might remember that there was a major earthquake in northern Pakistan in November of that year. It completely leveled a lot of villages. Agricultural farmers and families lived in those villages. These were self-sustaining farmers that knew how to save their own seed and grow their own food every year. But that earthquake destroyed all of their seed that they had saved for the next spring's crop. The Christian missionary was able through a network to contact Hope Seeds. Hope Seeds had seeds already saved of specific varieties for that part of the world, for Afghanistan, Pakistan, and northern India. Due to some other missionaries telling us that there's going to be a great need in this part of the world someday. So we started saving seeds specifically for that region. We were able to jump to that aid and provide an okra variety that was first collected in India in 1950 from the USDA, and from that we were able to increase seed and send it back as a form of relief to the Christian worker. This is an example of, of a teaching garden in Haiti, uh, a Lutheran school in northern Haiti is growing food so that the kids have one daily meal of fresh vegetables to go with the rice that they might, and beans that they might serve at that school. 
and alongside that, the kids are learning how to grow gardens on their own. This is a story out of Peru. A missionary there is working near Lima in the desert region of Peru. And there, if you know anything about that part of the world, it rains less than a, an inch a year there. So water is very, very scarce and must be monitored closely. These are earth boxes which use the water in a, in a little reservoir, if you would, underneath the box. So the soil never dries out and never runs away. So the garden can be held right there and they can grow herbs or lettuce or small fast-growing things in such an earth box. And the missionary had to prove to these people that the seed he was giving them was good. So it, that's what this example is here of a, of a germination test in an earth box example. In Guyana, we don't have a picture from that area, but we can say that we've, after several different storms, we've been able to send seed down there through Christian missionaries and pastors in that country so that the people could replant after the disasters. Guyana doesn't make the news. Guyana is, the, is right alongside Haiti as being the poorest country in our hemisphere. And it is extremely impoverished almost perennially every year. And growing their own food is an essential, essential thing. This story out of Kenya is one of my daughter's favorites. It's a women's empowerment group who was traveling out of Seattle and they went to uh, about 200 women in, in Kenya and handed out many different things to help the women, prenatal care, uh, uh, baby care, nutrition subjects, and they handed out garden seeds. The women were moved to tears because the family pack like this was so well organized with the varieties that those women knew how to grow and what they would want. And what they were moved to tears over was that they realized that halfway around the world there were Christians organizing this just for them. It made a big difference on their lives. This victory story is also about teaching kids in Ukraine, orphans, how to grow a garden. And especially in light of today's news in Ukraine, this was started in year 2000. These young, young adults were taught how to grow their own food. Can you imagine just how important that is to them today in their uncertain futures? The least they know how to plant a garden when things settle down. This victory story is from Uganda, where Lutheran pastors from Birmingham and St. Louis, retired pastors, formed a, a, a mission effort to help the Lutheran Church Mission of Uganda reach out to the little rural congregations around southern Uganda. We were involved. We were able to hand out garden seeds with these pastors' help. The woman in the background there wearing the, the colorful headpiece is Muslim. She was a recipient of seed when their first distributions. And among that seed in one of these packages was some Charleston Gray watermelon seed. She planted that watermelon and she was so happy with the productivity that when she found out that the pastors were coming back, she walked three miles with a 30-pound watermelon to present it and lay it at the feet of the pastor, giving a thank offering for that service. They cut it and they shared it, Muslim and Christian, in the same tent, sharing a meal of thanksgiving to God Almighty for that creation. This is a story about a man who has a small family. Two boys are now able to go to a Christian school because he's growing a garden where he can sell some of the produce and afford to send his children to school where he was not able to before because he didn't have simple seed. After the flood, when Noah and his family left the ark, one of the first things they did was to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. And upon receiving that sacrifice, the Lord made this promise, among others, 
Uh, kids, what was the sign of the promise that God made after the flood? Even adults can answer this question. It was the rainbow. So that came in Genesis 9. This is Genesis 8. As long as the earth exists, planting and harvesting, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will not stop. Just as Peter realized that God does not show favoritism, am I on the wrong one? Go back. Did I miss one, Pastor? Yes, the God of all creation. Your formula. Oh, sorry. There we go. The message of hope covers the promise of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God created humanity. Mankind is lost without God. God did not forget mankind. Jesus the Christ is the Son of God. Jesus paid the price. God loved the world this way. He gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not die but have eternal life. This formula is what we love to share with the people that we're doing ministry with. This is a mathematical equation that makes all the sense to our spirit. It shows how the simple telling of the gospel story on top of the agricultural lesson multiplies the truth about our souls and about our opportunity to share our lives with many others. So that formula was, it helped me when you read it last time, last service, so I'm gonna read it. Uh, seed plus teaching plus planting equals food. That's all very good, isn't it? Very necessary. Now you take that times Jesus, and that equals souls fed. The Apostle Peter states in Acts chapter 10, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. Just as Peter realized that God does not show favoritism, we also must realize that seed is for all mankind and to realize that no man should go hungry for the lack of seed, and no man should go unsaved for the lack of hearing the gospel message. We count it a blessing and honor to share the message of hope with these packets of seed, with every seminar and with every training session. This little family pack has a devotional in it that talks about the salvation message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's in many different languages available for the missionaries to hand out with these seeds. As you work with us, you are also sharing that message, and we thank you for your prayers and your support. Thank you, Mike. And Mike and I have to leave um, for the service in the Grove, so he won't have opportunity to speak with you today. Um, but we did leave at the doors. We have some examples of the uh, literature that they use. We give that to you for two reasons, and, and help yourself um, if, if it's something that, that you will find an interest in. Number one, we'd like you to have a, a copy of the little gospel tract that is included in those seed packets that um, explains just the headings. God created humanity. Mankind is lost without God. God did not forget mankind. Jesus is the Son of God and paid the price that God's love is real for us. So that's the message that goes with the seeds. But also, uh, if you'd like to know more about it, especially if you'd like to find out ways that you can help, there's a couple little brochures. One's pretty much like the other, so you can take one or both if you'd like. And to remember the, uh, 
The website especially gives you a lot more information, simply hopeseeds.org. And finally, Mike, tell us about the concert tonight in Seaboing, if you would, yeah, at four this afternoon. Four o'clock this afternoon up in, at Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Seaboing, there's a, a, a concert and a little meal put together and a presentation about Hope Seeds where there's some more Q&A time and some more sharing about many opportunities that are in front of us in the years ahead. All right. Thank you very much, Mike, thank for you. the work that, that you are doing there and for your presentation uh, this morning as we are reminded once again that our faith is in Jesus Christ, and that faith leads us to share Jesus Christ with others and to step outside of ourselves, outside of, of our church or our community, to, uh, to reach out to others in ways that uh, will be helpful to them, and especially the way that is most helpful as we're able to explain to them exactly who Jesus is, how much he loves them, what he has done and continues to do for them. That also is the message that, that we take to heart in our own lives, God's love and his presence in our lives. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.